Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Pumpkin 101 podcast. For this episode, I personally would like to dedicate this to the memory of Floyd Guernsey's wonderful sister, Teresa Guernsey, who passed away during this month of September 2020. She was a wonderful woman. I always tried to make her laugh by doing Rodney Dangerfield impersonations, and she would always laugh and smile and make me happy by doing that. So this is dedicated to her. Love you, Teresa. Okay, and we are and we are good. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 15 of the Pumpkin 101 podcast. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. Is it 15 or 16? I kind of get confused. No kidding. I'm I'm lost. It's 15. Because is it is it 15 or 16? No, I, I no, think... No, it's right. It's 16. It's 16. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, no. I, it may be. I'm not sure because I do know that we were yeah. going to do one of them as a tribute to, to The Simpsons. That would be... Okay. 13 was the Bob Hare one. 14 was the one that was uh, you uncut and uncensored. Yes. 15 is Doctor Who. And 16, we have a very special guest with us today. Would you please like to state your name? My name's Liz. I like that. My name is Liz. Don't. I love it. That's awesome. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um. I'm an eternal lover of pop, pop culture, and I think that's kind of like makes you more rounded of a person. I mean, like, it doesn't mean to be like into it, but it's it's always good to just know, like, you know, what's going on in the world around you. For goodness' sake. Oh, so yeah. that's why. I will someday have more than 45 TikTok viewers. So you wanted to discuss how COVID-19 has impacted um, the medical field. So Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so I'll just give you a little brief history on me just as a, a medical professional, just so you have a little background and kind of where I'm coming from. Um, so I've been a nurse since 2005, uh, so for a little over 15 years. Hello, um, my nurse. Kind of fast forward to just hello, nurse. You nice. got it. I I know to, I'm a good poker. Anyway, nice. so um, that, no, I I I used to do home infusion, so I can say I used to poke people pretty good. I used to do trauma nursing too, so I could tell you stories. <laughs> oh, I still wasn't appropriate for the podcast. How you doing? I, maybe not. We'll, we'll fast forward. We'll fast forward. Uh, we'll fast forward to home care. Yeah, we'll fast forward to home care. Okay, so um, so I really wanted to get to home care services because I feel like preventative care is just the way to go. It's, it's using really cheap and inexpensive methods um, for uh, older people, people with disabilities to stay home. Um, I kind of threw myself into it as a branch manager for a healthcare company about two years ago. Um, and I expanded their business by 50% in two years because I just, I loved it so much, but it was not easy. It was in Schoharie County, which is a very, very rural county, but um, it is very rich in people and personality and they love taking care of each other. So, um, I, so I was able to, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, I had a passion for it too. So. I was going really headstrong into sales. I'm like really aggressive about opening cases. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit in March and I was like, holy crap, like 
supposed to so be like my time where I could kind of. So, so all of a sudden, so that's okay. So back in like uh, January, February, we're getting emails from supply chains, which, so supply chain is where you get your mask. Everyone knows what PPE is now. Yep. It's like, well, we all, we all know basic medical terminology now. So anyway, um, personal protective yeah. equipment, exactly, which we've been using for years in the medical field. But all of a sudden, you know, it's, uh, that like ventilator, everyone knows that word now too. Um, so basically, fast forward, uh, back in uh, January, February, we're getting emails saying that we were possibly going to have um, disruptions in our supply chain. And, and we're like, huh. And so I have, like, the nurses, nurses have great gut instincts. We're like, yes, that's not good. So I proceeded to, you know, order ahead. Like, we got lots of toilet paper, lots of masks, lots of hand sanitizer, because I kind of, like, had this gut feeling. And then all of a sudden, like, March hit, and, um, you know, there's a lot of people getting sick, a lot of people getting hospitalized. I literally thought I was going to get thrown into, like, an army tent, like, an army tent down the city. So I was like, what, a like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I felt like I was going to be on MASH, yeah. I want to be a hot guy. I got dibs on hot guy. I'm on hot guy, nice. So I, I'm not going to be no. clinger, Brian. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> no way am I going to be clinger. <laughs> clinger, okay. You could be um, uh, hot lips. So, anyway. So. Oh, nice. So it was. It was just. So it's a very scary time for nurses and um, and medical professionals. People are like, should I go to the city? Should I not go down? And uh, so yeah, it was. It was really tough. Um, you know, it brought out um, the worst in some people, the best now, in some people. Some people thrive. When the initial you know. epidemic hit, you, um, do you mind telling where, you, where mm -hmm. you're working currently? Is that fine? or? Yeah, I was working for a local home care company. So I was oh, a branch wow. manager. So I was, you know, I had 64 employees oh, and I wow. had um, about 125 patients. Of my now, own. Yep. did everyone like become paranoid or afraid or? I would have been. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. Paranoid. That's an understatement. <laughs> that was a huge thing. Everyone panicked because yes. I work at Walmart, and when it really hit was around what March 19th, 20th, something like that, and everything started getting wiped out, like water, yep. toilet paper, hand sanitizer, yep. and we couldn't keep up on it. Yep. So, how did that affect? Yep. Um, how did that affect you when that all hit, went down? So, how that affected me personally was not much because I already hoard supplies naturally. Because most nurses feel like a pandemic was going to come sometime or not. So, I was good personally, but um, as far as like my patients out the field, they were all very. Um, very nervous about um, their aides going out and going shopping for them because they also spend the day with them providing personal care. So um, luckily I have a great, awesome community and um, a lot of volunteers step forward to do uh, the grocery shopping um, for a lot of our home health aides um, and our clients. So a lot of people just kind of pitched in at the community level. So um, as far as like supplies being, uh, I have to say, we had like so many food pantries around here pop up. We had, um, uh, I'm right near the Cornell Cooperative Extension community. So they had, um, we're a very agricultural area. So yeah. they had like food, like food giveaways. I mean, you get a trunk full of like milk and eggs and produce and, and that's cheese. That's the great thing. That's the great mm. thing. I don't want to cut you off, but that's one no. thing I noticed too. Like people came together 
and started helping each other out. Like he said, it brought the best work to people. And um, like it helped, like some people were just miserable, but other people would like go ahead and reach out and say, hey, I'll help you, I'll help you with this, I'll help you with this. So I agree yep. with that. I was. Now, I got a question for you. Sorry. Go ahead, it Brian, was, I'm sorry. Um, I was, yeah, yeah. I was a actual, uh, I was a actual, I'm a, I'm a Instacart sharper when all shit, I'm a hit the fan. You wouldn't believe how many people actually order their stuff to be, I'm a, dropped off to their house because they did not want to leave. It was Brian, insane. you're hopping and popping and yeah. doing grub up yeah. too much. <laughs> I just ran my fat ass across 20 yards there and back to make sure okay nice that you guys that's we're funny. still going okay all right um yeah. now i got another question for you liz um yeah are elder, are some of your patients clients are, are they elderly like over the age of 65 oh yeah definitely we have um quite a few patients that are in the um, 80s 90s um okay now has an older population yes yeah. Did you have to do things differently in regards to that? Because I know it affected people over the years. Yeah. And their immune yeah, system. Uh, you know, they used to PP. Yep. And their immune system, right? I, I was going to say, and their actual immune system was actually much weaker. Am I correct? Well, actually, we have a pretty hardy uh, group of elders in this area. I have to say, um, no not shit. many of them take a lot of medications. Wow. Um, Way to yeah, go, they're, Grandpa. they're all, all farmers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they take uh, less medications than probably you and I do. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, but as far as, like, trying to protect them, we try to um, encourage, like, our workers to just go home, go to work, go, to, go home, go to work. Okay, that's another question. Um, in this area, there's, yeah. Did um, any work, any of your coworkers feel uncomfortable when this all went down, and did they have to take a leave of absence? Oh yeah, there's we have it's um, home health aides are like uh, 99% are female on the workforce. So what happened? Their kids ended up having to stay home, right? That makes sense. So and so yeah, but then I was like, hey, can you please go work? We still need the help. Can we switch shifts around? Can we do something different to make it work? So we got really creative with um, with our home care services. We had uh, we had some of our uh, the moms. They, they had four kids at home. They had to take a leave of absence. Like, oh, yeah. what are you supposed to do? You can't. Yeah, so, um, so a lot of people made some tough choices, but then after about four weeks, they're like, I need to get it back to work. <laughs> you, go, you get, um, what is the um, word, cabin fever. You get cabin oh, fever. Oh, yeah, cabin fever is an understatement. Yeah, and so, the kids are driving nuts. You know, it's like that, Brian, like, you've been working yeah, the whole day drinking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been working since shit hit the fan. I had to drop, I had to leave my position as a after-school teacher because I knew that that wasn't coming back and I knew that this wouldn't be over in less than six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Which is, he's, I've been so working awesome. through all, all right, this. All right, let me, let me, uh, Liz, let me tell you a little bit about myself and Brian, okay? Yeah, I'm dying to hear about we you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God, I feel sorry for her. Yeah, really. No, no, but I'm very curious. Both, if you're really we curious. We used to work together at the Olive Garden. Hey. You want to tell her, Brian, or you want me to tell her? Well, I was going to say, you know, if she's really curious, you know, she really, sh um, she should really listen to um, uh, episode one. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I recommend that for everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But we. Go ahead, I won't brother. Keep it that long. We met at the Olive Garden, and I had a shirt on that said "Legalize Shemp." And Brian, uh-oh, we got a special guest here. Hi, Parker. Come here. This is my six-year-old son, Parker. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up? Hi. What's up? What's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, bro? Bro. So he just got through glasses. He's going... So, anyways. I forgot that. Oh, so we work at the Olive Garden, and for some reason we just clicked, and... Brian, tell me about the breadstick ordeal. The breadstick ordeal, yes. Okay, so... Okay, I don't play well among others. I never have, and I probably will never will. And me and our general manager, Brian, we would, we would always bash heads. So Brian decided, to, as a punishment, to put me in the back of the house or I just sit there and prep food. Fine, whatever, I don't care. One day, I'm getting busy, okay? Part of my job is to cook uh, the breadsticks and to put them out front uh, to the servers. Well, one day, it was on a Friday night, all right? We were getting hammered, and the servers are kept on saying, back up breadsticks and all this, where I still had to make like six pans of lasagnas and some ricotta, you, you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I was swamped. And I kept hearing them, and I kept ignoring them, ignoring them, till I finally got upset, ran around front, and I, well, uh, would you like to finish on my final sentence? No, not particularly, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, so they, okay, I'll finish it. They asked for breadsticks. They go, back up breadsticks, and he said, get it your effing self. Right to the, yeah. And so, they did. I, I got one more story. This is pretty funny. Brian and I were on the radio station back in the day. No, and, really. <laughs> yes. We're on, yeah. and awesome. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, I wish. W the podcast pretty much good. So we played a whole show on Jimi Hendrix's music, which is really cool. Love and Jimi Brian Hendrix. Was, Love. Oh, me too. Brian was talking about how you could uh, live a month off of ramen noodles. Roman noodles, ramen noodles, whatever you want to call it. You so, can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can. So he kept, he kept, which is true. He kept discussing this the whole show. And every time like someone would call in, Brian would say, where's my ramen noodles? And um, one time a, a caller called in and they go, where's my ramen noodles? And uh, the caller's like, what are you talking about? And Brian's like, dude, what the fuck have you been listening to for the past hour? Oh, my God. To a, to a listener. I'm thinking, great. On the air. Be fine. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. not a good move. No. So he didn't even realize he said it. We looked at Brian and we're like, and he's I'm like, what? what? And he's he clueless. He didn't realize what he said. Then he realized what he said and that he's laughing his head off. Oh, it's both funny. So, oh my God. Uh, let's change the topic to uh, music. What kind of music do you like to listen to? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. Panda, would you like to know what music I listen to pre? During or post pandemic? Wow. <laughs> during or post pandemic? Okay, currently. Okay, so currently, currently I'm uh, I'm on a folk kick. I've been um, I watched um, a documentary that came on Netflix. It was under like the Black Lives Matter. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, just like you know, different ones to view. 
And so I watched this um, special uh, documentary that Wesley Snipes did. I think it was back in the 90s. It was on the Birmingham bombing. And oh, wow. um, yep. And at the very end of the song, I heard a Joan Baez song called Birmingham Sunday. And it just like gave me, you know, those chills that you get through your entire body. You're like, whoa. Like, that's what music, good music does to me. And um, so I listened to that song and I just looked up the lyrics. And then I couldn't get through it singing it because it was so sad. So, like most musicians do, you just, you know, keep practicing it. And um, so I've been working on that song, and I started listening to a lot of other music, um, just kind of in a folk kind of feel. But that said, you know, my daughter listens to TikTok, so I have to keep up with, I'm a savage, bougie, ratchet. So, uh, uh, so, I, try so I also have to keep up, again, I have to keep up with the pop culture. Me. I like Drake. I've been into Drake. Oh, wow. Brian, what do you listen to now? Eclectic mix. I, awesome. I listen to I listen to an eclectic mix of rock, old school hip hop, a little bit of jazz, um, a nice. little, um, a little bit uh Broadway, especially to the Mamma Mia s- soundtrack. Nice. That's good music. I used to work for a theater company. That's what I did when I was in nursing oh, school. Wow. I was a, a pianist. I was a pianist for a theater company. I've been transferred. Nice. It was lovely. You're so yeah. Hello, Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Yeah, I try to get into hip hop, but I'm more closer to hip replacement than hip hop. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to, like, uh, let's see. Beach my Boys. mom likes Elton John. Beach yeah, Boys. That's my, yeah, that's my idea. Yeah. Brian, Brian can tell you why. Let's go ahead. He likes to listen to Beach Boys, yep. R.O. Speedwagon, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. He, I don't see Walt as yep. a big nice. um, a GNR fan. Not really. Okay. Nice. All right. But I love, like, I love Bob okay. Dylan. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with Bob Dylan. Uh, I'm sorry. Stone. I am sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Bob Dylan because he sings like this and I just want to kill myself. Ah. How many well, I like Rush. And my mom's like, oh, he no. sounds like, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, but then my mom's like, he sounds like a girl when he's singing. But um, <laughs> Rush has one of the best drummers ever, uh, Neil Peart. Didn't Rush do a, oh, just... um, didn't Rush do a song called uh, Tom Sawyer? Yes, I found Love that song. Love that song. Instrument. What instrument do you prefer? What instrument do you like to hear? Like Who, piano. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like guitar, like piano. Lady Gaga. Like yeah, like definitely piano. Like Lady Gaga. I mean, it's it's hard to um like when you're playing piano, it's like you're doing three instruments at the same time. So I always give like instant kudos to like Alicia Keys and. Lady Gaga, Elsa, anyone who can like sit and like I like um Billy Joel play. He's really good too, Billy Joel. Um well Billy actually like his piano tuned up one half step. So he doesn't have to transpose his own music. You I, didn't know that, did you? No, but anyway. I, no, I, <laughs> I like I like to listen to acoustic. <clears throat> I do too. Yep, it's that's the real stuff. And I used to play in a bluegrass band, believe it or really? not. Really? And um, I did. I used to play stand-up bass in a bluegrass band. I'm still a bass player, but um, oh, that's awesome. So um, 
Yep. So our first gigs were the most intimidating ones. Like we played at the Moon and River Cafe in Schenectady. Oh, that's and, awesome. Um, there'd be like there'd be like four people listening to you, but like you had this corner right in front of the pastry tray you had to, you had to play in. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you're worried about knocking over the pastry <clears throat> thing with your guitar? Of the pastries? No, I was. Just... <laughs> like it was just small and intimate. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. So, but it was very intimate because like. You know, you didn't have to. You didn't have to use a mic. You didn't have to use a monitor. You didn't have to plug in. You just played acoustic, and you really had to listen to your voice, and you had to listen to the balance. And um, like, I love singing. It's it's a huge passion of mine. But at the same time, it's like if you ever play the whole gig where you have to sing forty five minutes, it's not fun. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. So like, a lot of people are like, oh my god, you know, you're that's great, you sing and blow. I was like, it's. It's a lot of work. It's like an instrument you have to work on. So that's why I sing every day. It's why I play piano every day. Oh, you have to watch your uh, pitch and your tone. Yeah. And, and you also have to watch and 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 this is what people do not realize. Is this so? Uh, you have to watch how you exactly how to pronounce each word. You know, enunciation yep, is very yep. important. Phrasing. And your accent can't really come in if you're singing. Yep. So your phrasing big, your breathing, um, just, um, you know, trying to find songs that are in the right. So I sing in the key of A and B flat, for example. So you also have to find that zone that's good for you, too, because if you try to sing way out of it um, on a more regular basis, it can really strain your voice. Like, um, I was always uh, talking to my mom about Dr. Fauci because his voice starts sounding so awful from talking so much. He actually had to get like a vocal polyp removed because, really? you know, he was, yeah, he was, so I always kind of made fun of the fact that like around May or June when I was um, basically working my butt off constantly, I was on the phone all the time, I say to my mom, I was like, I'm starting to sound like Fauci. <laughs> you well, know? well, you know, you know, basically, you know, it's really funny that you mentioned, you know, which, which kind of octave that you, that you could sing. Like for instance, me though, I can actually pitch my voice to sound like Stephen uh, Perry on Journey, on that very high pitch. Well, you're a guy. Yeah, well you have two different voices as a man. And I can also- You have your- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, but you have like that falsetto you can sing in, and then you also have your real voice. So like a lot of like women don't have that falsetto, which is, you know, where you get those really high notes from. But that's very talented to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, talented, no. What's really kind of scary is, <laughs> hey, here's something real scary, though. I can match my pitch to Fergie. Wow. No shit. No that's shit. amazing. That's kind of scary. Fergal you're, you're just Fergalicious, aren't you? I'm not oh, Fergalicious. <laughs> I'm fat boyalicious, but I'm not Fergalicious. So, no. well, so, well, I'm thinking about extending an official Pumpkin 101 invitation to this nice young lady to join us. What do you think? Yeah. Hey, hold on. Why, 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 why got you? Um, I want all the listeners to know we officially have an email address now. Woohoo! Woohoo! Party! Have a pen and a piece of paper there, people, because here it is. It's L good, all lowercase letters, L good three five nine seven at gmail.com. 
And the L good stands for looking good. Looking right. good, exactly. Looking good. And you used to do that all the time. Looking good. And you said that right, at Chong. my wedding. All right, Cheech and Chong. Nice. Cheech and Chong. Yeah, cool. Who be Cheech and who be Chong? I was kind of more thinking. I was kind of more thinking about Abbott and Costello. Hey, Abbott. Nice. So Kendra is here. She knows how to play the piano too. And she's been playing. How long have you been playing for, Kendra? They can't hear you. Oh, she don't want to talk. So. Can she play something for me? I love when other people play piano for wanna me. Want to play something real quick? Okay, I'll walk over here. All right. So, yeah, so wow, Kendra's going to play the piano for everyone right now. Awesome. It's A live concert. What's I love it. There, oh, look, there's so, my happy face. My Go ahead. No, it's okay. Hey there. Hey. I Hi. am known Hi. as Fat Boy. F-A-T-B-O-I. Kendra, what are you going to play? Looks like we're on the Muppet. Hello, everyone. This is the host of the most, Walt Van Dam. We are here with our brand new friends here at Don Juan Cafe. We'd like to promote them. They're on 24 East Tennessee Street in Baldensville, New York. Give them a call. 315-303-0308. <laughs> hey. You know, I love the Muppets. Who's your favorite Muppet? Fonzie. Fonzie? Yep. Ooh, I like, I like animals. Animal Souls, my favorite. Okay. Kevin, I like the please. two guys up in the sand. Oh, oh um. Shatler uh, and Waldorf. Yes. <laughs> and I like the Swedish Chef. Too. Although the Swedish Chef is my absolute. Yeah, I love the Swedish Chef. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. She's, Kendra's nervous, but that's okay. Just play a little bit, Kendra. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That's good. That was good. I know what she was playing. I know what she was playing. No, don't be nervous. Oh, Oh, don't no, be nervous. No, no, no. I, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll teach you a song, you. Yeah, that, that was awesome. You have a beautiful voice. 
That was awesome. I know you were playing at the very beginning. I picked up on it because I love Adele. It took me a second because I'm like, wait, I don't recognize this. That was uh, that was Adele. I right? did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I recognize it. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. But I know you were nervous. That was awesome. That was so good. See? I'm a musician. I'm very impressed. So there you go. Maybe two can play the piano sometime. I would like love to give this a vocal lesson. Yep. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, um, that's not what I. No, she's very, she's very good. Thank you very, very much. Go ahead, Brian. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I'm doing something here. You guys can hear that, right? I can't go any yeah, we can. That's Fergie. I don't know why I can actually match my picture to her, but maybe it's because of her voice. And all those things we used to, used to, used to do. Okay, girl, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Meet me halfway. Rise the floor and lies where I'm on the way. For you, I'll be looking out. Monday, you are on the And this is where I stay. Kind of freaky, isn't it? I kind of freaked out a little bit, my baby. So, um, what do you like, Liz? What do you like for um, like television shows? What are your, some of your favorite television shows? Well, Cash, like, Cash um, well, hang on, hang on. Well, hang on. Okay, sorry, Brian. I want to guess. Um, it's The Simpsons, The Animaniacs. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just I'm guessing. guessing. I'll take a guess. I'll take a. I'll take a guess. Mash. Um, yeah, take guesses. Law and Order, NCIS. Do you like that stuff? Yes. Oh well. Yeah, wow, love okay. it. That was Love my. It. That was. Not, I'm out of ideas, Brian. <laughs> You're next. Well, um, me, see, keep me. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. What? See, um, me, mom. I'm thinking maybe like Cutthroat Kitchen. Ever seen that one? Uh, oh, it's a I good just show. perform my own Cutthroat Kitchen. I just perform my own Cutthroat <laughs> Kitchen, and I forget ingredients because I never measure anything. <laughs> uh, what's the um, Chicago one? Chicago. Chicago Hope. Is that sound right? No, I don't watch any medical shows unless it's oh, Doctor okay. Pimple Popper. That one's good. But do you like uh, do you like do you like the um, police shows? No. She's you a supernatural like kind of girl, people? aren't you? You a sci-fi yep. fan? Yeah, like I just actually my son's been into wanting to watch like scary <clears throat> movies lately, so we just watched um, A Quiet Place. Well, how was that? It was filmed only an hour from here, so basically it's. Um, have you ever seen it before? No, never. So it's that movie where they don't talk the whole time. Have you ever heard about that one? They didn't. They, they can't talk the entire time. Well, it can't be filmed around here then, because everyone here is loud. <laughs> no, it's filmed <laughs> in New Paltz, so I guess it's kind of oh, quiet there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we watched that. Like, whoa! Sorry, I almost broke the bed. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, killer. Yeah, how you doing? So, what's my name? I'm a huge. My favorite TV shows. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Huge, and uh, I love South Park. Love The Simpsons. Um, 
I love the show. I love the show Emergence, but they canceled it. I love Stumptown. Oh, that, that was good. Emergence, yeah, that was good. Emergence, and yes. Stumptown was I know, good. Really, they canceled it. After, yeah, Stumptown's great. That's coming back for a second season, but Emergence got canceled. What about Shit Creek? Never seen it. What? Never You've never seen, seen Shit Creek? That's the most hilarious, hilarious show. My, my mom okay. and I, we got this Air, Airbnb out in Tully, New York, which is like, like right in the lake. And we like got we drank so much wine and we were binge watching Ship Creek. So it was my mom, my little sister, and I binge watching it. We were dying the entire time. You've got to watch it. I misunderstood you because I thought that you said Ship Creek and I was gonna start laughing. Oh, Ship Creek. S C H I. Well, that's the whole mess. They're like, this is shitty talent, Ship Creek. <laughs> right. You know, it has been, to the been whole thing. It has come to the whole thing, but it's very, it's very funny. It's basically about a rich family who loses everything. But a town that they were deeded as a joke by like their millionaire great uncle. So they own the town of Shit, <clears throat> Shit Creek, and uh, so it's basically about this really rich family who moves in there, and like they go to the local diner and they order like smoothies and like you know toast with no butter, and they're just you know they the mom wears wigs all the time. So do you, do you know where Sharon Springs is um, in New York? Mm-mm. You, Brian? So she, no. So Sharon Springs is like this little emerging town. It used to be a spa town back in like the 40s, 50s, 60s for all like really well, uh, wealthy Jewish Orthodox Jews who used to come up. So basically, the Beacon Brothers, you've probably heard of them, took over kind of like a part of the town and they made the whole storefront look like it was the storefront of Shit Creek, like the store of Shit Creek. And so it got like this big, huge, like right before the pandemic hit, it got like this big, huge amount of attention because of soap and products like that. I don't know. Oh, nice. But it's, so is it's there a lot, really, of, a lot of people, a lot of people in Schitt's Creek, a lot of characters? Yes, there's the, there's the daughter and the son. The son's very, has to have manicures, he's very particular. The daughter is just like, she wears a sign of clothes in like this town that's kind of like a very rural you know, so they're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's just such a funny show. I'm like, my little sister actually introduced me to it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm always so hesitant to start mini series because already I miss. I'm always thinking of like the last one. You know. You know what I love? I'm very though? optimistic like that. I love when you see a TV show like, for example, let's say you've never seen Mash. People get like so emotional. It's like you never seen it. Like they get like really. Um, intense about it like, because they love the show so much and they're so passionate about it. Like somebody I know that's yeah. never seen an episode of Thundercats. Until recently. Whoa, no way. Yeah. That's not right. Exactly. Like My Little Pony. Exactly. Okay, here's a question. What's the most popular movie everyone's heard of but you've never seen? Casablanca. i never seen it either. I've seen that one. I've, I've seen, seen that, that one. one. For me, it'd be The Godfather. Oh, I've never seen The Godfather. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, I've never dead seen serious. I don't do gangster yeah, movies. I've never seen The Godfather. I've never seen The it's, Godfather. No, it's not just gangster. It's like it's like it shows family dynamics. It's still a gangster <laughs> movie. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I love Scarface. I love Goodfellas. I've never seen Scarface. Yeah. I've seen but Goodfellas. <laughs> Wow. I, uh, and you're yelling at me for never watching Thundercats. You never watched Scarface. 
I'm I met someone who never seen Titanic who's my age. Really? Okay. Um, okay. I'm sorry though. A skinny version of Shaw Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer that has no meat on her bones doesn't do it for me. I'll pass. Oh, jeez. Yeah. She likes um, like a healthy girl. I like Titanic a big girl, so yeah. Are we going to change the ending of Titanic? No, no, they're not. The boat still sinks. Sorry. The boat still sinks. <laughs> and he That's still bad. dies. I had. I was, born miles somewhere at really, I was That's really sad. 16. I, love, I know a lot about history. And um, it's it was really, really sad because that all could have been prevented. They they spotted the iceberg ahead of time and they knew about it, but they kind of like, eh, it's only an iceberg. They didn't realize the bigger piece of the iceberg was underneath the water until it was too late. All right, true or false? I was born 100 miles from where it sank. True. I say false. True. Is it true? She was grinning yeah, about it. Canada, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. And don't say, don't say A to me. Don't say you play hockey. Wait, a boot? Wait, do you like Strange Brew? The movie Strange Brew? A boot? Yes. How's it going, eh? Yeah, I know, oh, right? I love really? that movie. And she's so nice to everybody. Hey. Well, most Canadians are very nice. It's, they're very different culture. I'm an asshole. Um, so, how long did you live in Canada for? <laughs> um, I lived there until I was 13. What's the biggest difference between uh, Canada and the U.S., in your opinion? Uh, the metrics. <laughs> oh, but, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, like, an obvious one. But, um, no, I think that, um, you know, it's nice that uh, you know, I felt like there was less worries, for example, um, you know, just having universal health care. That was kind of cool. Um, you know, just. I know. Just little things. I, you know, all my friends who lived in Canada or who live in Canada, they got a whole year off for their kids when they're born. It's like, yeah, they kind of wow. care about their citizens. Yeah, they get a year of maternity a leave. A whole year. Yeah. Wow. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, my that, that first year after, sucks. <laughs> well, after a year, you think you wouldn't want to go back to work. No, most women want to go back to work. After a year okay, of... Hey, honestly, hey, hey. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a problem now, though, with COVID nineteen, oh with so many people unemployed, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way, but I think so many people have been out of work for so long, they're kind of into that um, groove, into that, and they probably don't want to go back to work. I wish I knew I, what I that was like. You. I wish it. I know. I think I do agree with you on that. For me, I'm a worker bee. Like, if I took like more than four days off, I don't know what I'd do with myself. So. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, I think even if I was home, I would try to find some other creative way to keep myself, you know, employed, like, you know, sell stuff on eBay or go back to school. I mean, I think it's, it's a perfect opportunity for some people to get higher education, too. Oh, you know? yeah. Get online and get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, like, Syracuse <laughs> University, I heard, like, they cut their um, classes down like a third because of the pandemic. Yeah, because at least, like, there was a few people already on campus that got COVID already. Wow. And, well, I think they're doing 100% testing, right? Yes. And then, from, so. and then from there, my 18-year-old uh, stepkid who just went to Albany, three or four students just got kicked out of school because they went to a party that they weren't supposed to. And one student already has COVID on campus. Oh, Lovely. that's scary. 
Lovely, lovely. This is our, this is our, this is COVID, and this is um, not going to change. It's going to all be based on our human behavior. We're already like being pushed to the limits. I mean, you can see it based on, gosh, the world got a little crazy. Um, but this, you know, but, the positives though. This the is the positives are I think. This yeah. is the positive thing. Go ahead, Brian. This is our version of the plague. If you think about to it, to an extent, but not well, kind of, sort of, but not really. I can't wait. I, I, I was just being the, I, I was just being the jerk. Okay, I was gonna say the positives are, you know, more people could stay home and you could have an opportunity to listen to the Pumpkin One Hundred and One podcast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think I think podcasts have gotten more popular. I know that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Walt and I started know, I this think... one in March. We're like, screw it, let's have fun. Oh, yep. you know what? Why not? That's actually a perfect time to start a podcast. I started taking stand-up lessons too, so I was like, That's I might as well do something while I'm. I can't go out and socialize, so I I got good at playing the piano. <laughs> Um, I practice. I practice more songs. Um, you know, I did a lot of um, self-learning. Self. I. I mean, I was working a lot too. But um, I think if you just have that um, that time to yourself, where you don't have to run to soccer this weekend, you don't have to, um, you know, go to that event on Sundays. There's no birthday parties to run to. You have that ability if you choose to to kind of self-focus. And you know, that's why, like. Um, I was trying to think of his name. He was this. It was during actually the plague, the Black Plague in um in Europe. There was a gentleman who came up with some significant uh, <clears throat> science theories. I can't remember his name, but you know, I think that when you have that introverted time, it gives you an opportunity to find or give Become yourself a time to yeah, just enjoy creative. yourself. Yeah, enjoy who you are. You know. Which Brian's right, like actually when the when the um pandemic I was gonna call it the plague. When the pandemic started, that's when we that's when he started up the podcast. And we've been it it's going great because we're getting listeners from where is it? Ireland, Canada, Ooh. Germany, Sweden. Go Canada. Sweden. Yeah. There you go. Oh Australia, that made me just a uh, just a little bit, you would you would like to know we have twenty six we have twenty six established uh, listeners. Four hundred and thirty people have actually listened to us, and we're at ninety eight cents. Wow! Oh, nice. we're almost there to break the dollar. I know, right? Ooh. I keep thinking of that commercial. I got you a dollar. What's in your wallet? <laughs> yeah, what nice, Brian. So, so once once everyone listens to this podcast, we'll be over the two cent hump, and we'll have that buck. Right. So just uh, let well, you. I get like about forty friend requests a day on Facebook, so you'll be good. So I just wow. All right. I, I just thought I'd let you guys know we have less than twenty minutes left into our podcast. Okay. So okay. Okay. Well, we can wrap this up though because well, actually, um, I I want to know how you two met because I'm kind of curious. I uh well. I hit up a lot of people on Facebook who like have kind of the same interests as I do or know the same people. So it was actually by accident. Cause I mentioned that we did a podcast and I believe you said that you wanted to do one on COVID-19 and uh, am yeah. I right? So yeah. that's how this all came together. So this is our actually first time ever talking. Like, to, so there you go, Brian. No, I was just curious. <laughs> like, okay. I was just curious. I'm just sitting here in the car, chillaxing, ready to go to sleep. 
solo. I have an idea. How about I play you a piano song? You can see if you can recognize it. Okay. There you go. Go, go for it. it. Would you like that? Okay. Yeah, I like Let's music. I'm to do it too. Hey, Dad, will you come hold my phone for me? Are you eating? <laughs> Hang on. I may have to I play. You don't have. You don't have to see me, do you? No. No, 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 oh, no. We can't. Okay, it's cool. All, it's all audio. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yep. That's okay. Okay. Linus and Lucy. Wow. She jumped right into that. Brian, still there? I'm still here. What do you think? Try again? I love it. That was great. That is Linus and Lucy by the late great Vince Garaldi. You got it. He knew the song. He's like, not many people know it's Linus and Lucy. Congratulations. Well, it's, well, it's you get the list star. Well, it's kind of funny that you did that because Linus and Lucy has been part of our podcast. Yeah. No way. Well, I should do an intro music for you. Wouldn't that be great? That would be yeah, awesome. No, seriously, I always think about that, that would be awesome. Punk and Charlie Brown. And and just so you know, I'm obsessed with jingles, so I should definitely make you a jingle. That would like, be great. Actually, I did like a little. Uh, I did like a little opening. The one day I said something like, "There's a man named Walt, and this is a show too ugly to be seen, so he's stuck with audio." You want to hear a podcast? Cool, lots of fun. Well, you wish to do this one-on-one. Yeah, so yeah, I did. So, I'll do the piano for it. I'll play the piano for it. Go ahead, Kendra. What? Sounds good. Great, because I stopped. Well, it's it's been a while since I've actually had like a physical piano lesson, and like the stuff I did for you was like self-taught, because I haven't had like piano lessons since like third grade. Very good. Third grade, and I'm in I'm in uh, I'm a junior in high school now, so it's been a while. Well, do you need some piano lessons, girlfriend? Because I do give lessons. Right. Right. There you go, Kendra. Okay. So, all right. So, all right, well, anyways, we're, we're going to stop this podcast. So, I'm going to. Well, wait, 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 hold on. What's up? I want to say for our next podcast, for all you listeners out there, episode 17 is going to be about Simpson. So, if there's any Simpsons fans out there. You mean 16, because this is 15. No. This. We did. We went to this earlier. Okay, hold on. It's, it's, oh, wait, wait. I have one more yeah, thing. So I was I was going to promote a um, a charity or a nonprofit in my area. Go ahead. Which um, I totally forgot. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Um, so I don't know if any of you have you've heard about the Joshua Project. So in Schoharie County, there is a group of, um, especially you know during the pandemic, they they got together. But um, I have to say. It's an amazing non-for-profit that's in Coherie County. It's called the Joshua Project. It is um, local leaders, local citizens. Um, they do everything from if you say, for example, you're getting out of a, a really bad domestic violence situation, they help to get furniture. They help you with, um, lately they've 
you know, backpacks um, for kids going back to school. They've been making backpacks. They get a lot of donations. So I will have to do a big shout out to the Joshua Project and all the volunteers in Schoolbury County. Now, is awesome. a website accessible so people can get on there? <clears throat> um, they have a Facebook page. Um, I don't think they have a website yet, but they're on Facebook. And um, you can always hit me up on Facebook, Elizabeth Hopkins. If you want any more information, I do have, um, we actually started a local Facebook page called Coherry Love um, during the pandemic. So we could all, um, as you know, volunteers, be able to help out with like, um, like for example, alcohol wipes were hard to come by. So we we're trying to, you know, get those. Um, a lot of people were making cloth masks. We were, you know, they were collecting those. And there's so many great people in this community that really pull together. And it just shows you just how awesome, you know, people can be during the worst of times, you know? That's great. Okay, yeah. we're going to wrap this up in a minute. But Brian, I wanted to clarify one thing, okay? Yo. Ready for this? Ready. Thanks, guys. Episode 13 was the Bob Hare episode. Yes. Episode 14 was the one you did with Gabriel Iglesias and the comedy stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. Episode 15 was the Doctor Who episode we just did recently. Right. This is 16. Well, this is episode. Yes, this is Happy Birthday, Sweet 16. Okay. That's right. Happy Birthday, Kendra. So, yeah, Happy Birthday, Kendra. She just turned 16 a couple days ago. Happy birthday. So, so um, Liz, I really, really, really want to thank you very, very much for being on this podcast. And um, Brian and I would like to make the special invitation now. Would you like to be a regular on this? Oh, my gosh. I totally would. This is so my gig. I love it. As long as you can stand some piano here and there. That's, that's you know. That's fine that's with us. Right, Brian? <laughs> Don't leave us quite yet. There's a couple things I want to talk to you about. So uh, are you ready to leave this podcast, okay. Walt? Um, yes, we're all set for episode 16, so thank you very, very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. All right, looking good. Sounds good.